Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God, He's an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God, he's an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven up with wisdom, power, and love. Our God, he's an awesome
There's no one like Jesus. No one I have found.
Christ, our soon coming King. Thank God once again for the privilege to be able to worship Him in spirit and in truth. We thank God for another day. For those of you that have been worshiping with us, you know we are working on our most recent topic, simply entitled Those Who Have Special Revelation Make Preparation. Those Who Have Special Revelation. This is one of the reasons why God will give his little children special revelation so that we can start making what? Preparation. I want you to understand on the sound of my voice that you are making preparation for your eternity. Yes, every one of us is making preparation for whether that eternity is going to be spent in the presence of God or whether it's going to be spent in the lake of fire and burning sulfur. May that not be your portion in Jesus' name. We looked at capital A in our outline. Godly preparation does not distract us. Keep in mind, God is not distracting you from what he wants you to do. That's coming from somewhere else. If you ever look up and you are being distracted from what God wants you to do, then that's one of the clear uh, indicators that the devil is on the scene. Luke 10, 40, Genesis 3, 13. It brings us down to capital B, godly preparation resists distractors godly preparation people that really are serious about godly preparation and really have received a revelation from god they are going to resist what distractors all right we're going to look briefly at matthew chapter 25 verse 9 very familiar portion of scripture parable of the ten virgins Verse 9, after, after these foolish virgins make their, make their intent known to the wise ones, the wise ones already knew, but once they went on and, and uh, said what they had to say, the wise virgins said what? No! They replied, there may not be enough for both us and you. Instead, go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourself. Godly preparation resists distractors. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Again, we thank you. We praise you. We appreciate you, Father. Another beautiful day that you have made. You've given us the privilege to be able to see it. We ask, Father, that you give us this, this evening our daily bread. Forgive us our debts and, and our sins as we forgive those who are indebted to us and who have sinned against us. May your name be glorified in our meeting this evening, Father, and may your name gain all glory, honor, and praise. This is our prayer in Jesus' mighty and glorious name we pray. Amen and amen. Now, uh, Matthew chapter 25 is a continuation of Matthew 24. 
where Jesus has just left the temple. Jesus went into the temple, blasted all sorts of foolishness that was going on in his day. And almost like modern day, dropped the mic and walked out. People were like, what in the world? Who is this character right here? But as he was walking away, his disciples came up to him and wanted to call his attention to the building. They were like, you know, because the temple was a magnificent structure. It was a magnificent structure. The disciples were like, look how beautiful the building is. I mean, you know, I don't know if they knew what to say. You know how somebody, you know, maybe somebody done just going off or something real, real strange, and you, and you sitting there in the car with them, or you sitting there beside them, you don't even hardly know, know what to say. I know uh, once I had a situation with one of my former players. Done some stuff down in Atlanta, real, real crazy. And one of the young saints was with me and was like, you know, asking questions. I said, look, don't say a word. We rode back from Atlanta about two, 300 miles. Nobody opened their mouth. Finally, my former player looked over at me. He was like, I messed up. Then I was like, you should. And that's when the conversation started. Jesus has just blasted. When you go back and read Matthew chapter 23, these were the seven woes on the religious leaders. Jesus went into the temple and started blasting the religious leaders of the day. And if he was alive today, Lord said, Robert, I'd do the same thing. Mm. God said, Robert, I'd come right in the Christian center and start blasting you for your sin right in front of everybody. I'd be like, Lord, yes. God said, I, Jesus said, I'd go right in T.D. Jakes, right in the Propata's house. I go right to Creflo Dollars. I go right there and start blasting them right in front of the congregation. Because God say, if you can't take being blasted in front of folk, don't you blast nobody in front of folk. Is, that, is the Holy Ghost talking in here today? One of the things say he got you. <laughs> Jesus said, I will come right in the Christian son of Robert Bryant, stand right in the, right in the pulpit where you normally stand and blast and start blasting you. I'm like, Lord, you've got me feeling real, real. Tight, cross the chest. You know what I'm saying? That's not how we do it. That's what he did. That's what Jesus did. And walked, what? Away. Disciples trying to talk about the building. Let's talk about something else, Jesus, because what you have just done in that temple has been stuff. We don't, we don't even want to talk too much about what you have done in that temple because that has been a bombshell. Let's talk a little bit about what's outside the temple. <laughs> the Bible said Jesus walked away. The disciples came up to him to call his attention to the building. Jesus won't finish. He said, "Do you see all these things? Now you want to talk about the you want to talk about the temple? All that I just finished saying. Y'all want to talk about the temple? All right, let me tell you about the temple. Jesus said that, that I tell you the truth. Not one stone here will be left on another. Everyone will be thrown down. Jesus was talking about the destruction of the temple in seventy A.D. Jesus was prophesying. Jesus, said, I ain't finished." Talking about how God going to go off around here. I ain't finished. Okay. Sometimes somebody be going off, and then they, they, they stop, take for a minute. You be like, are you finished yet? Then they'll be like, no, nah, I ain't finished. Ain't got some more to say. Jesus. Then Jesus went on with chapter 20, with chapter 25. Kept right on, kept right on in chapter, in chapter 24 and came right on down to chapter 25. And that's where we're going to kick off. Bible says at that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now, here's the thing. God is just dropping this in my spirit now. I've been preaching this a good 30 years, and I'm just seeing this. It won't like it was five virgins and five hoes. 
or five virgins and five sluts or five virgins and five prostitutes. It was ten virgins, meaning that to a degree, all of these girls had met a certain standard. Now, we oftentimes get on the foolish virgins because of what they did toward the end, but they had some admirable qualities too. Mm. They just didn't they just didn't finish the deal. It's about like a character scored 38 points in a basketball game, didn't go for the game-winning shot and got a wide-open layup and, and uh, with the time running down, and he running and missed the layup. Well, a lot of times what people will remember is what? The missed layup. Not all the good that he did up until this point. That's why God tells us we got to be faithful unto death. There were ten virgins. So these girls had kept themselves. They took their lamps. These girls had lamps. They went out to meet the bridegroom. They were going to meet the husband too. So they were doing a lot of pretty good stuff. They just didn't finish the deal. My prayer for you under the sound of my voice is that you will finish the deal in the name of Jesus. No, it ain't enough just be a good pastor for most of your life or to be a good a good uh, a deacon or a good mother, a good, a good saint, good for, uh-uh, finish the deal. Finish the deal. These girls were virgins. If I ask you right now, give me five things that were good that these girls had done, you'd be able to do it. Now, and then I ask you one crazy thing that they, or one crazy thing that they did or one good thing they didn't do, then that, that, that'll be a question. They did a lot of good stuff. They were what? Virgins. They took their lamps. They went out to meet the bridegroom. All right? Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones took their lamps but did not take any oil with them. Now, there, there was their... There was a problem. They, you, you say, Apostle, that's only three good things. that, that they, Well, they wanted to meet the bridegroom. They wanted to be married. A lot of you women out there on the sound of my voice, you want to be married? You're just doing some foolish things that's holding you back. Finish the deal. Go on and let that wisdom be completed so you can get your husband. That's what the wise ones did. The wise ones said, we're going we to finish the deal. We ain't just virgins. We ain't just got lamps. We ain't just wanting to get married. We got some oil in these lamps. We are in place when the bride, they were in place. Well, no, they won't, neither. Not the foolish ones. The wise ones were in place. When the foolish ones, they, they had to go, they was going out to get some. They, watch this. Even at that, God said, Robert, they was trying to go get some oil. They just trying a little. A little too late. Whole lot of things, you know. Whole lot of folks gonna be wanting to get, wanting to try to get saved after they hit hell. God just saying it's a little too late. Let's get ready to close, children of God. The bridegroom was a long time coming. Now, now, understand this. We're still talking about how that godly preparation resists. Distractors. A long time coming. Now you know something is coming. You know something is, is, is and it take a long time. That long time don't mean more time for you to be stupid or mean more time for you to be foolish or more time for you to be unprepared. That long time give you more time to what? Be prepared. Come on, children of God. Let's get ready to close this. 
You mean to tell me the Lord give you 100 years in the earth and you don't get saved? Then after you die, you, you trying to get saved, or after you hit hell, you trying to get, get saved? You had 100 years. These foolish virgins, they had a long time to do this oil thing. They had a long time to get everything as it's supposed to be. If you know that the, the appraiser is coming to take a look at your house, you know, you might think he's coming next week, but he don't come till next year this time. He come in next year this time, you still ain't got that hole fixed. You still ain't put replaced that wonder. You still ain't put them shingles on the roof. And I'm rattling this stuff off. All this is stuff that need to be done right here at the Christian Zone. But in a year, you still ain't done it. That means you did not use your time, what? Wisely. More time means more time for God. More time to get right with God. More time to study God, to seek God, to do more time. Wise, however, took oil in jars along with the lamps. The bridegroom was a long time in coming. At midnight, the cry rang out. Here is the bridegroom. Come to meet him. Then all the virgins woke up. There's another good thing. They woke up. They could have stayed. They could have stayed asleep. They woke up. Trimmed their lamps. There's another good thing. The foolish ones said to the wise, give us some of your oil. Now, now watch this now. Been preaching this 30 years. God just showing this to me too. See, all these virgins were sleeping. Because remember, at midnight, the cry rang out. And everybody woke up. Well, what these foolish ones should have been doing while the wise ones were sleeping was what? Going to get that oil. You don't go to sleep when you know it's important stuff that, 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 that at any moment could be required of you. Take care of the business. Make sure everything is in order. Then go to sleep. Then go to sleep so that if the bridegroom come at midnight or the bridegroom come first thing in the morning or the bridegroom come uh, just about time you finish doing what you're supposed to do, you ready. Bible says all the virgins woke up, trimmed their lamp. So here's the bridegroom, everybody waking up, and you don't have no oil. You see, in, in other words, you, you know, it's better to cut into your sleep time than to miss your blessing time. Just keep that in mind. It's better to cut into your sleep. Better to cut in. Yeah, I'll sacrifice a little sleep. We need to get done what needs to be done. Foolish one said to the wise, give us some of your oil. Our lamps are going out. No. They reply. We're talking about how godly preparation resists distraction. No, I can't, I can't miss my blessing because of your foolishness. Now, I might because I have missed enough of my blessings because of what? My own foolishness. I can't afford to miss my, uh, more of my blessings behind your foolishness. Some of you all out there under the sound of my voice, you missing blessings in your life because of foolish sons and foolish daughters. Some of you all out there on the sound of my voice, you missing your blessings behind foolish mama or foolish daddy. 
Some of y'all out there understand my voice, you missing your blessing behind a foolish brother or a foolish sister. Look, I can't be missing my blessing. No more of my blessings. I don't miss enough because of my foolishness. I don't plan to miss more because of your foolishness. No. Mm-mm. You mean to tell me I'm going to miss my blessing because of your nonsense? Because of your, so I got to be punished now because of your laziness? Because of your slowfulness, because of your not taking seriously the things of God. No, uh, uh, that, let that. No, no, you go ahead on and, and you work that. You work that right by you. You y'all work that amongst yourselves. This is a beautiful story here, because what this story shows and and lets us to know as children of God is that if we will do like we're supposed to do, we will not have to miss our blessings because of the foolishness of those around us. It's a beautiful story. Yeah, yeah. God said, Robert, they listening to you and they listening closely. Some of them, many of them are missing their blessings behind the foolishness of whether it's family members, whether it's a foolishness of so-called friends, whether it's a foolishness of people in their race, whether it's a foolishness of people in their community. Look, you ain't got to listen. You can do what God said, regardless of what folk around you is doing. I don't know no other no other churches in, in, in this community that's that's worshiping. On, on a daily basis. Not that I know of. That's not to say that there's not any. But whatever, w- whether they are or are not, that's not my business. What's my business is what God told me to do here. And I'm hearing these wise virgins. What, my business is, I, what business do I have with giving you some oil? My business was to make sure I had some oil so that when the bridegroom came, I was ready. No, no, may not be enough for both us and you. Instead, go to those who sell oil and buy something for yourself. In other words, the same way we got oil, you go get some oil. Huh? The same way. You know, um, sometimes you have real smart students in class that will let the stupider students copy off of their paper or copy their answers. To me, that's the real dummy in the class, not the stupid students. Did, did y'all hear what I said? Sometimes you got very smart students in class that, you know, will let the stupider students or the dumber students copy off of their test. To me, that's the real dummy. Why? Because you mean to tell me I don't had to work hard to study. I done had to sacrifice sleep. I done had to go over the information and get the information in my mind and, and work hard to get it. And you mean to tell me I'm going to be stupid enough to let you, who was probably up watching TV or playing around or doing something, I'm going to let you just, just copy off. You're going you gonna to benefit from my hard work? You're the real dummy. You're the real stupid one if you let them do it. These wise ones, one of the reasons why they call these girls wise is because they weren't stupid enough to let these uh, uh, foolish virgins take some of their oil so that they would miss their blessing. That's, that's one of the reasons. So in order, you need to understand that in order to be wise, you got to, you got to know how to block distractors from taking your blessing. Got to be able to block them. Mm-mm. No, no, no. No, they replied. Mm-mm. 
Oh. Bible says, but while they were on their way to buy the oil, the bridegroom arrived. Well, what does this mean, Apostle? What does it mean? That means that while you taking care of what you should have taken care of a long time ago, now you don't mess around and miss your blessing. While you taking care of what you should have taken care of a long time, now you don't miss the blessing. You say, Apostle Byron, what, what, what you saying to us now? Let us let us take care of things as close to when they're supposed to be taken care of as we possibly can. While they were on their way, bridegroom arrived. Virgins who were ready went with him to the wedding banquet. The door was shut. Later, the others also came. Sir, sir, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, I tell you the truth, I don't know you. Now, you know, this is this is how we have got to get when it comes down to foolish folk. I don't know you. I don't care if it's my own brother. Let me go down the street and he acting just like a fool and, and the police had to get him. And then he start hollering, robber, robber. Bro, I don't know you. I don't know you. Not acting like no monkey. I don't know you. Now, the, 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 the man said, look, the, 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 the gatekeeper said, look, I know virgins who have taken care of business. They are in here. You all just coming up here all not having taken care of business? I don't know you. I don't know you. Yeah, Apostle, what you driving at now? You sounding mighty cold. No, I ain't sounding mighty cold. You just got to start holding people accountable. And it's like, God hold us accountable. Why wouldn't we hold other people accountable? Mm, somebody you never thought about it like that. God hold us accountable to the place the Bible said that we will give an account of every idle word. But why wouldn't we hold other people accountable? God don't give us no free pass. Why, do, why, why are we giving out free passes? Sir, sir, they, open the door for us. They, I tell you the truth, I don't know you. Now, I just know I don't know you. You didn't want, I'm hearing the, I'm hearing the, 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 the gatekeeper now. You didn't want to listen to the wise virgins when there was time to do something, now you don't miss your blessing, and now I don't, I don't know you. I don't know you. And Lord knows the wise ones ain't even thinking about you, because they inside. Therefore, all of this to say, keep watch. Not just keep watch. God's saying be ready. That's what this keep watch means. It means be ready. Be ready for that job. Be ready for that promotion. Be ready for that husband. Be ready for that wife. That's what scripture says. When I'm, if a man finds a what? He who finds a wife finds a good thing and receives favor from the Lord. Be ready. Be ready. Have things in place. Not uh, baby. See, when I when I get my job, see, then I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, uh, 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 let's have some things in place, Doc. Show. That you are working toward what you're talking about. There needs to be some, some tangible fruit that you and I are working toward what we're talking about. Keep watch. Be ready. Why? Because you don't know the day or the hour. Got to resist distractors because you, you don't know when the Lord going to come. Mess around and come at a time when you have just 
give out your oil. And now you go into the supermarket to buy some oil along with the foolishness, foolish ones, and the bridegroom come, and all of y'all miss your blessings. No, no, no. Uh-uh, children of God. What we got to do is we got to make the decision that, look, some folk going to miss their blessings, but we trying for it not to be us. It's better for you to miss your blessing than for me and you to miss both our blessings. That's what the wise ones say. It's better for y'all to, to, to get locked out, be standing out here looking stupid, than for both of us to be out here locked out and looking stupid. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, again, we thank you, we praise you, we appreciate you for what you said. Share with us. We know your words will bless your people. Uh, we give you all glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' most holy and, and righteous name we pray. Let God's people say amen. Uh, three questions. Give me, give me four things, good things that the... Uh, Four good things that the foolish virgins were doing. And give me three foolish things they did. It ain't just one foolish thing they did. It was a few foolish things they did. Give me these four what? Good things. Three foolish things that the foolish virgins did. And give me question number two. Give me two uh, wise things that the wise virgins did. And question number three. What was the gatekeeper's response to that foolish? <laughs> what was the gatekeeper's response to that foolishness? That them, them foolish gone. Saints, you can reach us through email at the Church at gmail dot com. Check out our website, www.ourchurch.com, backslash member, backslash T, backslash TCCC. Feel free to join us on TalkShoe, Spreecast, YouTube, and iTunes at 96 p.m. daily. On TalkShoe, call 724-444-7444, enter ID 17959. On Spreecast, type in Robert Bryan on YouTube and the Christian Church channel. You can see excerpts of Apostle Robert Bryan on YouTube. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on the church website or our TalkShoe homepage. God bless you and heaven smile you in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.